Welcome along to another episode of the F1 Fans UK podcast. I'm Dan and I'm joined tonight by... Chris. Danny. Welcome, guys. Right, we've got no Reese, no Tim, no one else yet again because they're flaking out because they're not committed to the podcast. I'm personally thinking, right, I'm just going to throw it out there because I haven't spoken about this before. I think we just call it the DDNC podcast, but I think we ditched the F1 Fans UK part because they're not participating. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> we could follow on the DDE trend. DDC. That's it, yeah. I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking we do it. I'm thinking we do this. Uh, Daily Driven Conversations. And, uh, Reese. We missed them. We missed them, guys. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, right. Let's um, start with someone that's obviously been... Uh, Kind of not giving the recognition over the last few months, should we say, that he's that he should have received. Uh, Valtteri, let's go with you, Chris. What, what what do you think about Valtteri's performance at Turkey? I thought he drove a very accomplished race in difficult conditions. Um, he's shown the driver he should have shown that he can be. Um, and he just hasn't shown it all season. And it's nice to... Be able to sit there and say, good job, Valtteri. But it's in the back of your head also that you're not going to say that again this season. So, good job, Valtteri. I like to say, good job, Valtteri. But we can't forget that the past couple of months, Valtteri has been driving kind of crappy. Uh, Russia, he just let Max overtake him without putting a proper fight. Uh, so... I guess the uh, the love for Valtteri and the hate for Valtteri is kind of warranted. Uh, but anyway, good race. He It was raining. He's not a good wet-weather driver, and he uh, he actually won. Yeah, he actually didn't face that much pressure from, from anyone, really, all race, and just drove an easy, calm race and and benefited Mercedes more, more than anything. I don't think it actually was raining, was it, for most of it? Yeah, but was wasn't it just, kind of like light yeah, dazzle rain like the whole time, pretty much? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think is he that, did a Is that normal well. with uh, turkey weather? Uh, I don't think so, Danny. I don't, I don't think it's normally like that in Turkey. <laughs> uh, was last more year? bombs than there are rainstorms. Um, <gasps> but no, I think he done re- really well. And I think... The fact that he was able to take 26 points away from Max is what he was up there to do. Um, the fact that he managed to get the win and the extra lap, uh, sorry, and the um, fastest lap, the obviously minimising, what would it be, maybe eight points that Max would have got more if he finished and got the fastest lap. So, yeah, yeah so he. Points, yeah, we had nine points. Yeah, so he, he obviously, he. Minimised it by eight points. Only got eighteen. Lewis only got ten. So I think it. I think the championship standing is at like what is it? Eight or nine points? Something like that. Maybe seven. Is it? Is it, is it not six? Or was that me dreaming? Six, I think. I don't know. It's the biggest it's been in Four, a while. Five, yeah, 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 yeah. I see. To be fair, it it may possibly be six. And obviously, we've got. Max is one seven, uh, Lewis has won five, and they both had roughly about the same kind of podiums uh, and stuff as well. So you know, I think we're still 
really into the fact that it's going to be a close championship again. Has um, Lewis won five? What was that, Chris? Has Lewis won five? I thought they'd won. Lewis has won yes. five. Four? Yeah, he's won mm. five. No, he has five. Uh, Max has seven. Um, Bar- Bahrain, Portugal, Spain. I tell you uh, what, as we are... Great Britain and uh, Russia. As we are debating, Lewis, let's uh, jump on to the master himself of wet weather racing. Um, yeah, I think it was an absolute phenomenal drive by Lewis. I don't think he should have come off those tyres, personally speaking. I think if Ocon can do it, Lewis can do it. Um, and I also don't think that they fully told Lewis how many places he was going to lose whilst pitting. Uh, and I think if he had known, I don't think he would have pitted, personally. Chris? Um, I don't think it was a mistake to stop him. I don't think the tyres would have would have held out. I think he would have hit the cliff. His um, lap times had already dropped by a second and a half a lap. Um, and they weren't, what was it, 15 seconds behind him. And you can't tell me he didn't know the two cars that were behind him. Um, I thought Lewis drove a very accomplished race. Did I say that about Valtteri? Accomplished. Accomplished. Is that That's three or four syllables. Accomplished. Three syllables. Um, he drove a very, very good race. Some good overtaking. Um... But it's just, just wasn't his day. It wasn't meant to be. Um, but he minimised the the gap to Max the best he could, and you know we look at the Ford the America. That's his. That's his track. Um, so hopefully we'll come away with there with twenty six points. Well, um, he should have pitted. But he should have pitted earlier. Um, eight laps earlier, I think, something like that, when they called. Ocon's pace dropped dramatically in the last stage of the race. And and Hamilton was nearing that cliff as well. Um, Leclerc was at that cliff, and he experienced it. Yeah, we understand Lewis is a master, also a master of preserving tires. But uh, there's no way he would have kept it going. We would have had a China 07 incident again. And he would have been looking at a, a loss of uh, 18 points today. Uh, instead, he was able to salvage it. And the, the championship is, what, six points, like we said? Um, I think that one, he should have listened to the to the guys in the pit, pit wall. But if there's anybody that can make it last, it is him. So, you know, I think it, it's I one of those decisions that should have been done earlier. I wonder how much of it was based on last season. And I'm thinking that. I did it last season, but at the same time last yeah. season, he ran 50 laps on one set and 8 laps on the other, which is what he did this year. Um, yeah. But the conditions were different. I think it was warmer last yeah. year, wasn't it? So the, the tires were working better. But. And to be fair, I think uh, the abrasive, abrasiveness of the track may have played a part as well, because it's a very grippy track, wasn't it, this year, compared to the slip fest it was last year but i still i still think he could have got fourth or fifth but that's that, that's just me i'm just like let's just get let's let's just wing it no yeah i agree with that i i do agree with that 
I yeah, do agree he, with that. If he didn't pit, I, I don't. I, maybe he would have lost one position. He would have lost to Perez on the podium. But if he pitted earlier, I believe he would have. He would have netted fourth place, maybe third. <coughs> good fight with Perez, but yeah, you look at fourth. Yeah, I think it should have been done early. Fourth and fifth were too close together, and if he, his tires fell off the cliff, and he lost those two spots, and then his tire blew, we'd all be sitting. Show it and bother at the TV. Yeah, true, true. I, I guess as, I guess as race fans, like you can't really please everybody, but yeah, I suppose so. I, I, I will bend to Chris and Danny. I suppose they are technically right. The risk did outweigh the reward for them potentially. Uh, Right, as we brought up Perez, uh, let's go to the number two driver from Red Bull. Um, white bulls, white bull. The white bulls, yeah. But see, I, I, <laughs> I wasn't sure at at the beginning, right? I, I, I felt the same way when I saw the white chocolate lion. I didn't like it. It was it, it was too much change, but I gave it a go, and it turns out that I liked it. <laughs> um, and the same with Kit Kat, but that's a completely different podcast. And that's we're not going to get into that. But I think he drove absolutely amazing, <laughs> solid race. You know, I would have preferred him to be a position or two back, points-wise. But, you know, as a drive went, amazing drive for him. You know, they got both their cars on the podium. You know, from a Red Bull standpoint or a White Bull standpoint, amazing day for them. Yeah, Perez um, has shown in that race what he should, should have been shown for the whole of the season, really. Because we we all know what he's what he's good at, and um, it comes down to a race where he's told that he has to he has to get points from the actually perform. Which uh, I don't know. Um, Max was at his flawless best again. You know, but I'm just I'm getting so frustrated by the comparisons of him being the best in the world one of the best in the world drivers when he hasn't won F all. Frustrated with him. I'm frustrated well, with everything uh, over Red Bull. <laughs> uh, this is um, just a maturity for Max. Uh, he didn't fight for the lead. He didn't go and was he wasn't aggressive in turn one. Kind of let Valtteri go. Maybe he was thinking, oh, Valtteri's probably going to bin it somewhere and I'll just take the lead. So he just drove like that. And if he got second, he got second. Uh, so it's just very mature for Max. Um, something a bit surprising. Uh, Perez, another podium for uh, Perez. Uh, he's been having um, a, uh, a good year for Red Bull second driver. But for his expectations, um, it's been been pretty even for him. Uh, but yeah, just an, another great podium for him and a great battle with him and, and Lewis where they, they were pushing each other wheel to wheel. Um, yeah, that was a great that, that battle. That sector three in, in Turkey is, it. yeah, it was great. That, that section, section, sector three just gives us good racing and just see them go through all those turns. And uh, But yeah, it's good racing from Perez. I've got to say though, good battle. throw the, the cat amongst the pigeons. And I know I've just slagged off how potentially good Max is. Is 
Sergio underdriving the car, or is Max overdriving it? I think it's purely the fact that the car's set up to Max. I, I don't think Perez would give two shits about outdriving Max if he was able to. I think he just needs, you know, finish out the year in the car. And, you know, there may be a point of Max is getting more, you know, more help in a way compared to what Perez is. But I don't think Sergio's holding back, or I would hope to think he's not holding back. Holding back or maxing himself out. Yeah. Yeah. How how do you feel on the matter, Danny? Well, it's it's Max's team. You know, it's it's his team, and uh, I, I guess he can say he doesn't care who the second driver is as long as it doesn't impede his style and impede his um, um, the feedback that he gives to the technical team. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just don't think Sergio is driving to the best of his ability and the best of the car's ability um, more than Max's out driving his has car that he's been there for the past what, four years now i i i i look at um perez at the minute and i can't help but think that if he didn't have that contract in his pocket before he got that result yesterday a gasly would have been on the way into the team again because his results have been poor up to, up to this weekend Red Bull yeah, that's possible. But I don't think Gasly would go there. I really, I really don't think he wants that toxicity. Toxicity of yeah, but he's not that that it, Red it Bull be, team again. It may be toxic, toxic for him, but it's the, best, the second best car on the grid. Maybe, maybe the best car on the grid. Yeah, well, the constructors now say know. it's the second best, but you know, why would you not want to get in that? But he car? had that chance. He had the chance and he blew it, but he was a kid. Yeah, he he had that chance. And I think Red Bull are going to do their due diligence in getting a second driver before they get Gasly. Gasly would be like the last. Uh, okay. I don't think. Like, I ran out of my three options. Gasly's number four. We've got to pick up Gasly. I don't think so. Uh, there's where I see Gasly in the, in the Red Bull hierarchy. I don't think so. I, you know, would he be still on the Alpha Tari if he wasn't potentially suitable to get in that Red Bull and his results this season have proven how good he can be you know he's, he, as he's grown he's matured and, and and I think he would be a really good fit maybe you've managed to flick Max off the Ferrari or something Just see you later Max cheers then yeah, bye, bye, bye bye good buddy I do have a wish list for Gasly though I do wish I do wish um, after Lewis retires Mercedes picks up Gasly I think that'd be a great combination with Gasly and Russell mm. in the top team. I would rather see Lando Norris. But we got a couple. We got maybe two seasons to worry about that. Get Lando Norris in there beside him. Yeah. 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 But do you do you know? Do you think Lando Norris is really you know really committed to that McLaren because they they are making he is very committed very to good. Yeah. You know they are making very good strides in strides in their program. Um, right as we brought up. Mr. Pierre Gasly. Let's talk about him and Alonso quickly. Oh, we just um, talked about... You anything to get talk about Alonso? No. <laughs> Alonso was we were wrong. talking about McLaren, though? That penalty was wrong, and the FIA were wrong. Hold on, which Facts. penalty? 
that he got for spilling out Alonso. Who are we talking about now? Lab one. What team were we talking about? I I just said we're talking about Pierre Gasly. Right. I thought you said you were talking about Alonso and... and... Talking about his penalty? No. I I said we're we're talking about... As you were already talking about Pierre, we're going to talk about Pierre. All right. So, right. Chris, how do you feel about the Alonso Gasly penalty? I was disgusted by it. It was absolutely shameful. You know, this is. It's just. Oh my God. They have so many replays and so many screens. And that got a penalty. Yet, bloody Mazepin didn't get a penalty for what he did to Lewis. You know, you could have had two cars flying through the air. But, you know, I, don't I just don't think he should have been out there. He no. he went in too deep. He ran himself wide. What was Gazi meant to do? Just go, oh, Gazi, you know, Gazi let's just get him stuck, through. Gazi was stuck, wasn't he? It's, it's not the first time Alonso's been on the wrong end of three cars wide. But the FIA have just Yeah, he has a history of just trying to go for the outside on turn one. yeah. I think it was just embarrassing. It was an embarrassing punishment. And so hopefully yeah. someone at home has just slapped somebody silly for it. Kind of seems like uh, Alonso's uh, MO is to go on the outside of every turn one or to try to find a, uh, a Mario Kart shortcut. Um, but he didn't find it this time. If, I don't know if you guys read the, um, Michael Massey, the way he explained it. He, he, they blamed completely on, on Gasly. Gasly received a complete blame on it. Um, I, I don't think it's right. I think they discounted the fact that Perez was coming on the inside in, in the rain. And um, where, did, where would Gasly go? There was only two options for Gasly. Either knock out the sister car in, in Red Bull and both cars will be out or just try to give Perez enough space. And Alonso aggressively trying to come around, you know, you can't see that. It's, it's a very hard situation for Gasly. I think it's unfair. I don't think it's deserved. Um, but wasn't they, wasn't Gasly ahead? They kind of uh, the penalty was. Uh, wasn't Gasly yeah, ahead? I guess so. Perez I guess he was ahead of both of them. Uh, yeah. So then yeah. it was his corner. I, I think the penalty should have been. He should have left it alone. I think there should have been no penalty. Um, a reprimand. Um, that penalty ruined Gasly's race. I believe he would have been in the running for a podium. And he's also got um, two. or at least a good battle with. with Two penalty two points, penalty yeah. points on his license. Well, it's, it's kind of crap. It's a first lap incident, yeah, and, and they're usually left alone. So I don't know why they've got the penalty. Sorry, you're gonna have to use your beat machine. Uh, from what I read, obviously I read what motorsport.com put out, obviously regarding Michael Massey, and it said that the key thing uh, that that obviously that impacted it for Gasly that he was deemed to be responsible in accordance to the procedures agreed before this season. Well, I'm sorry, but did Alonso not agree to these procedures as well? Sticking it on the outside of cars that have nowhere to go, like, what? what is the point? And yeah, it's a first lap incident. Okay, yeah, it may have been avoidable, but why should Gasly avoid Alonso when he's not doing anything wrong? Why should he give up a corner or give up places just because Alonso feels he's playing a game of F1 on his bloody Xbox. It's pathetic. 
surely if um, Gasly got a penalty, then Perez should have got a penalty for being on the wrong side of Gasly to push him into Alonso. If we want to start getting stupid about There's no it. no rhyme or reason with Michael Massey. I like Michael Massey. I think he's done a lot of good things for the sport. But there's these niggling little things that keep popping up every now and again that just piss you off. Um, right. So let's turn to Mr. Lando Norris. Uh, finished seventh. Good drive from him. Took six points away from everybody else. So, you know, he did a lot better than Danny Rick did. Well, that's not first, yeah. is it? That's not the first time this season, is it? No, no, no. Um, no. I think he did tremendously well in the wet. I think he did very well. Um, I'll say it again. He drove an accomplished race. It's my word of the day. <laughs> but, um, is this no, your word of day calendar, Chris? Uh? Is this your, uh, do you have a word of day calendar? I think maybe we should get Tim and Reese one. Word of the day, Twitter. Oh. Um, yeah, he, he drove the Lando Norris race. You know, he drove what we expected him to drive. Um, it was a difficult race for him to, to even think about moving forward. That car was twitchy all weekend. So to drive that twitchy car in wet conditions, I can't imagine what it must have been like. Um, so, top marks for Lando. Why they decided to, to stop Danny so early, I'll never understand. But, he ruined his race. He did sort of come back a bit towards the end, but that was more of a what could have been. Um, yeah, we finished uh, P7. I think Ricardo was a victim of bad qualifying and just couldn't come back. I think he ended up um, something like 12th, I think. He was 16th for most of the race behind behind Russell. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just weird. The, the Ferraris had a great race, and I'm sure we'll talk about them later. But the McLarens just... I don't know. We ended up seeing Norris running behind Gasly. And, but it's just a quiet race from McLaren and just a, a struggling race for Ricardo to try to come back from the back. Because um, we saw Sainz just absolutely tear through the field. Um, and Hamilton also did a really good job coming out from 11th. Um, but yeah, just a just a bad, not a great race for McLaren. But a Ferrari definitely did uh, catch up to them in the standings. Just jump in there. So you say not a great race for McLaren. But if this was this season two years ago, we'd have been saying that's the best race we've seen ever from McLaren since they stopped winning. Yeah, but to to answer to answer that one, the expectations for McLaren they are they are third in the standings. They're they're a top midfield team. They're not they're Alonzo Button, McLaren, or the Alonzo Van Doren teams of seventeen and and what eighteen. Uh, this McLaren team, their expectations are higher. They're they're fighting with with Ferrari for which is great. You know we don't. You know that, that that brings spotlight to the sport. Uh, McLaren versus Ferrari. You know, seventy six, ninety eight, ninety nine, oh seven, oh eight. You know, we get to hear those years. Those years was just McLaren versus Ferrari, and you know they're just not at the top yet. But yeah, just it was it wasn't a only one person scored in McLaren, and it was a seventh place. It's not that great a race. It's just 
more saving face. Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's kind of like what Chris said. It's, you know, they did the best they could with that car. You know, the car was a bit skish. You know, Danny didn't qualify that well. And they made bad decisions putting him very, very early. So I, I think all in all, that you know, that kind of seventh place, you know, was a, a decent outcome for them. As Danny wants to bring up the Ferrari so much, let's skip to number eight, uh, Carlos Sainz. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Cannot fault his race at all. Um, Took you positions know. when he had to take them, and and just pushed his way through. And it it was quite telling when you've got the likes of Danny Rick back there, starting where he started and. He blasts away from him. You know, um, Charles, I was screaming at the TV for him not to pit. You know, I actually thought it would be quite nice to see a Ferrari win. And I was like, don't pit, no, what are you doing? To be fair, <laughs> he did ask the question, like, what happens if I stay out? Where am I going to place? And I was just like, Stuff it. <laughs> if Lewis ain't gonna do it, come on, Charles. Let's let's just do it, mate. Let's just be on on that. Let's let's just absolutely go. Um, but yeah, you know, Science did a, a good race, and the fact, like Chris said, I think the fact that he was able to make his way through the track, uh, sorry, through the grid, and yet Danny Rick wasn't. I think that kind of says it all for the weekend for them. Yeah. And this is um, something Sainz is be getting, he's becoming to get uh, notoriety. You know, he's beginning to get notoriety now. Uh, coming from the back, picking up a lot of space, uh, a lot of uh, places up on the grid. Um, excellent race. Maybe if we had a couple safety cars or, or some wonky stuff going through the race, we might have seen even Sainz go higher. That's, uh, he just drove a very committed race and just very strong. Uh, Leclerc, yeah, I was screaming at the TV with you, <laughs> I guess, with you guys, because uh, I was hoping he wouldn't pit, but um, Valtteri was just coming up on him really quick, and uh, they had no choice uh, to but to box, and I think Hamilton should have taken, when Leclerc pitted, I think that's when Hamilton should have pitted, and I think it would have been a little different race. That was around, I think Hamilton would have caught up to him like, lap 42 or something, wasn't it, I think, that they, that yeah, they were, yeah. they, they, they come yeah. out, they had the tyres ready, and... Then they just they just didn't it didn't end up doing it. I think what what happened and what, Hamilton stayed what left fifty one I think he went by. 52, 52, I believe. Um, but uh, no, it was fifty. Sorry, fifty out of fifty. Um, I think you saw Charles drop off the edge of the cliff, and I think that's what would have happened to Lewis. You know, because the the Valtteri was just gobbling him up. You know, they were just, it was like Pac-Man. They were flying up and just chewing everything up behind them. And I think that could have, that's what would have happened to Lewis. So I think. But would, I'm just going to throw this out there. Obviously with Lewis not pitting, being in first, Valtteri coming up behind him and, and Max, do you think there would have been a potential for Valtteri to hold Max up enough so that Lewis didn't have to push, or you know, I'm I'm, I'm throwing out no. hypotheticals because we we haven't managed to upset anybody yet. Um, no, I don't I don't think so. I think 
that the pace that Lewis was going to lose time at. Yeah. I don't think yeah, they could yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, you know. But right. Uh, let's move on to Aston Martin. Uh, Lance Stroll, the one that they uh, didn't fuck up at, uh, at Aston Martin. The one that they didn't go. Do you know what? Let's just do an absolute crackhead move uh, and, and ruin one of our drivers' races. Uh, but I thought. I thought Lance drove, he drove well, didn't have any issues, didn't fall out with anybody, didn't really kill anybody, like, you know, on a whole, not a bad race from them, you know, they finished top 10, it's, it, it's acceptable given the conditions that that race was in. He was average, average best. Um... Yeah, but he's always average, that's nothing new. What the hell were they doing putting mediums on on bloody Vettel's car? Why would you not put softs on it? Why would you put anything other than inters on him? Inters? Yeah. But, yeah. Mediums, really? Not even soft. Nope. They, they did it purely, purely because, right, the tactical F1 team of Aston Martin... They listen to the podcast and they like to annoy Chris by making Duresta say <laughs> mediums. There's just no need for it. The little Scottish <laughs> can just do one and leave the rest of us to enjoy the sport by ourselves. Anthony Davidson, Jan Jensen Button, I thought he was good at the weekend. Where is Martin Brundle? Has he just like jumped off a cliff or something? Talking about falling off cliffs. Has he got base jumping or, or, or bring back more? Hey yo, Dresta, don't don't listen to him. Don't I, I don't like start more than I like. Don't Green start. Chandok. I'm gonna start a petition to remove all Scottish commentators. <laughs> hey, what about Coulthard he's in a, uh, Channel Four? Yeah, he, he no, he's well. not that bad. Yeah, he's a Coulthard jaw. That's one again. Dumb, can't stand Coulthard. Natalie Pinkham should be the only one to stay. And she shouldn't be allowed to wear a mask. Or anything that's not skin tight. Uh. There we go. I've offended all the women. <laughs> um, yeah, Danny, you uh, ha have anything to say about Mr. Stroll? That that doesn't involve us having uh, no Scottish viewers? <laughs> uh, Daddy's cash. Um, average race. Um he, there's just nothing to talk about Stroll. He he just scored, scored points. Um, the leading score, um, scorer for Aston Martin this weekend. Um, that's about it. But Vettel, he he said that he made that call for mediums, and um, maybe it's Vettel trying way too much, or you know, engineer Seb taking over driver Seb. But um, it was just um, it's a pretty absurd call May for Vettel. Maybe Aston and Aston Martin for agreeing. Maybe a bit. Aston Martin made the call and then said the Alonso afterwards. Unless you go out in that press conference and say it was your idea, you're going to be out there picking up rubbish for the stands again. <laughs> oh man! There it is. There it is. That's it right there. I just think when you're looking, you know that that the. They're currently sitting at 61 points. The closest people to them are Alpha, Tari, with 92, right? Below them, you've got Williams on 23. 
why are you why are you um taking risks like that when you need to be catching alpha and alpine you don't need to be falling back in points you want to be getting surely you want to be getting the most money much money as you can at the end of the championship you know exactly tell me this dan do you know where we can get 3d wall art printed race tracks from i do indeed christopher i do know where we can get such items uh by our sponsor apex tracks that's a-p-e-x-t-r-a-x-s.com for all of your 3D printed track art needs. Apex um, tracks, you think I would know that? Yeah, but I have actually ordered um, a Silverstone for my cousin's birthday, and he's going to be absolutely buzzing. But I, oh, Chris, right. I hope he's not listening Me to and this. Danny did the last one. No, no, no. Well, by, by the time it comes out, his, his birthday will be done, but right. Um, we were discussing last week me, me and Danny I think it was a week before about the Abu Dhabi right when we go to Abu Dhabi this year is it Abu is it Abu Dhabi new with the shaved curves curves yeah, or whatever it's it is new. it's the new one so it, it is the new one see look yeah right if you listen last week me and Danny chat absolute shit we just like nice nah, they haven't had time to do it <laughs> it's gonna be the old one um no, but I totally blame that on you yeah but like you know turn up to a Turn up to a podcast every now and then. Hook a brother up. Oh, whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Two podcasts have missed. <laughs> and, you know, I take a lot of tablets, a lot of junk. I get very grumpy. Look, I even killed a fox. That's how pissed off I get. Okay, but it's, 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 a, it's a toy fox. Uh, okay. He's got a polar bear. Or cyber, oh, Dan has, Dan, Danny has a polar bear as well. I want it, I want it, um, I want it, I it's want an it, it's it so was... cuddly. No, Christopher, you're not allowed it because you're killing. I want you it, I want it, I want it. Right, speaking of useless things that Chris wants, let's move on to Ocon. Okay, I'll get you one. Um, he finished P10. Again, uh, over a lap behind. <sighs> not good enough. Didn't, you know, they're not really performing. That in in this race, I you know I know the conditions were bad. They were struggling. Nobody knew if the rain was gonna really truly stop. Whether we were gonna get on to mediums or softs, um, <laughs> off the whatever the tires or something like that. But I just think, yeah, like tenth is not good enough from them. They need to be pushing. They're currently what are they fifth? You know they don't have you know. Many points more than Avatari, they're probably not going to catch Ferrari. But still, you know, they need to be putting in more of an effort than 10th. Especially, especially when you look at the qualifying effort of Alonso and 5th. 16th. Exactly, yeah. The car is not a bad car. It, it's got some poke in it. It's, it's a well-designed car. So, you know, what the hell's gone wrong? Ocon's been on a declining slope ever since he got his new contract. Exactly. Ever since he got his win. Mm. I've got as a win, I've got a contract. I'll just drive well, like crap. Yeah. yeah. As for Alonso, um, that was a deserved penalty. Um, I didn't hear him cursing himself over the radio after he did it. But it was nice to see him apologising to Mick Schumacher after the race. 
lot of drivers out there wouldn't bother going out and doing it, and he t he made the effort to go and apologise to him. So respect point there for Alonso. I think Alonso had no choice, mate. I really do. The 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 Schumacher fandom and fan base, or whatever you want to call it, is so strong. I think he would have been too heavily criticised had he had he not apologised to Mick. This Mick Schumacher fandom needs to back off. Yeah, he need to apologise to Gasly. Danny, what are you saying? Um, I feel like the Alpine. I feel like the Renault engine in that Alpine is a solid engine. Um, we haven't seen the gremlins that it's had in, in the last couple of years, um, especially when it was in with Red Bull. Um, so I think um, they might have worked on their engine. I just don't think that car is the chassis, the the aero package, everything. I don't think it's um, I don't think it's the strongest. It might be like the the seventh best or the eighth best, and I think it's a hindrance to them. But um, Ocon didn't pit. We saw what his tires looked like. They were down to the canvas. Um, he made it last. He did lose a lot of time uh, at the end, and he just made it in 10th place. Uh, Alonso, now going to Alonso, um, you know, he's he's a young driver. And um, just you see no, these young driver no, mistakes. No, 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 you, know? you can't be a young driver <laughs> when you're 50. I told you this last week. It don't, it don't work. <laughs> I've got to say two things on that. No one says yeah. Ocon. It's Ocon. And what was the other? You Ocon. said something else. What did I say? You said Ocon. And it's chassis, not right. chassis. All right, the rest of, oh. you need to sort your <laughs> accent out. And there was something else and I've forgotten. Can't have been that important then, Some, Chris. It was something to do with Alonso, something you said about Alonso. Um, young driver? No, before that. Being really aggressive? Before that. Hmm. We talk about the canvas, uh, Ocon's tires. That was the it. Canvas. He didn't pit. Yes. Ocon took his tires down to the canvas. And he was driving maybe two seconds of a lap slower than Hamilton. And that was the damage he did to his tires. You know, that to me sort of throws out a warning light. You know, that if you're driving two seconds a lot faster than that, that's the way those tires end up. And you saw them after, the, you saw Lewis's uh, race, uh, tires after the race. So anyway, they're completely bald. Well, anyway, back to... Yeah. Yeah, th yeah no, that's true. That, that, get, that gives into the... That gives into that to that argument that Hamilton should have pitted by looking at Ocon's tires. Um... Hamilton, despite running more downforce, I, I know it, people might think that more downforce on a car might hurt the tires more, but that's necessarily not the case. It just uh, helps them in, in, the, in the cornering, and it can prolong the life of a tire instead of hurt it. Um, but yeah, you, you know, we never know um, that the tire the tire debate will go on and on now into F1 lore. Uh, but just um, to go back to uh, Alonso, yeah, he was just. This is really bad driving. He's trying to trying to make up for that first turn one mistake, and then he hits uh, Schumacher at the end. It just, uh, you know, it makes good TV. It makes really good TV to see Alonso, the person that beat Schumacher, go to his son and embrace him. 
you know, I think that's, that's pretty much it. It's just feel-good TV to some people. Um, but, yeah, this is what it is. Right then, as we have a doubt with Ocon and Alonso in conjunction with him as well. Let's... I didn't get that. Could you try again? And apparently the Apple Watch wants to chime in. That was just um, rude. It was rude. See, it's because <laughs> the Apple Watch, it just wants to just get involved about everything. Um, right, let's move on to the two Alfa Romeos, uh, Giovinazzi and Raikkonen. You know, got it's just one of them things. You've got nothing to say, Chris, did you say? No, nothing to say. I think, yeah, exactly the same. It's just a stagnant race from literally 10 down. You know, it was just an absolute shit show from that point, you know. I really hope that Michael Andretti comes in and puts a shit ton of money into that team and does something with it. Because they're not showing signs of improvement. They're not. Sh- they're not showing anything. They've had a world champion in their car for the last three years, and he's done nothing. Yeah, yeah. Considering Alpha has had, you know, it's a pretty looking car. It's a it's a nice name to return to to Formula One. Um, it, it's always underwhelming. A lot of amateur mistakes um, that they make. And they just end up seeing in that they always end up in 11th, 12th, 13th place. Um, and it's kind of a shame. Yeah, just a race of nothing really special about that about them. Uh, Kimi did have a good run in the beginning of the race, in like the first part of the race. Um, but then he got stuck behind his, uh, his teammate. And um, Alpha weren't keen on making that switch. So that kind of took anything away. But yeah. Yeah, that's why they're behind Williams in in the standings. Williams is a team that has kind of learned from their past mistakes and will jump at any opportunity to make points. Yeah, they got lucky with um, Russell's podium that one time, but it's still a team that generally performs better now than Alpha. Even though this race was uh, wasn't that case, um, Alpha did beat Williams, but there was nothing. That's why we see Williams ahead of. There was him. nothing lucky about that podium. At the end of the day, George qualified in that but, position. Um, you know, you see. He qualified, yeah, but the Max the race wasn't Max won that race. It was just you know, one was one safety. A lucky win. Yeah. You know how many you're gonna go through yeah. that whole grid and say that all twenty two cars were lucky to be where they were. It's just sometimes the ball rolled your way. Yeah. But they ran more than three laps on that race. Russell wasn't gonna keep that spot. Maybe not, but, but you don't know. it is what it is and. Yeah. Okay, right, so we've dealt with the Alphas then. Kind of just not really a lot going on then. Do you feel we've dealt with Danny Rick at McLaren in 13th? Do you think yes. we've touched on really? him enough? Done, done. Yeah. Now let's go to the hype train man himself in 14th, Sonoda. Uh, I think he's fell off the tracks. Um, Just, you know, another average drive. And when you're sitting back in 14th, Wedge between, uh, basically, you know, Alfa Romeo and the Williams. Um, I think you need to have a hard look at yourself and think, what am I doing wrong that my counterpart is 
doing right and I need to fix something and I need to fix it really quickly because um, I, I, he got signed for next year, didn't he, I believe? Uh, but if he keeps driving like this, I can't see him in 2023. He, he, he turned around and says, I can't believe I've been signed for next year. I think he's an engine manufacturer advised driver, I would say, you know, he's heavily being put forward for for that car. Now, Xander got no say after the end of this season. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, legally they have no say, but, you know, engine prices, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. I think it's all a factor. And I think it is a factor because, let's face it, right, if you're Alpha Tauri, you could at least name five other drivers that can get in that car and maybe perform better than Yuki has. Fact, or am I lying? You don't know how much money he's brought to the team? Yeah, that is that that is true. And we spoke about the driver support, paid drivers, and all that sort of stuff before. But I I just feel that he should that he should be, be, be doing better. You know, he should not be one position above George. Not taking away from anything that George has done because he is wringing the neck of that Williams. But that's not where that's not where you should be sitting, you know. I think he had a good start to the weekend, and I thought he had a good start to the race, and then he just, he just like he gave up. Yeah, he had a good defense. He was holding uh, Hamilton for a couple laps back, wasn't making any mistakes, was putting the car in the right place, held Hamilton up for a couple of uh, laps. But yeah, um, I think he spun around towards the end of the race and he lost a lot of positions there you know at least he didn't he didn't bin it you know at least he didn't totally wreck his race um, he ended up in a respectable position he he was in q3 um and um i think i mentioned on the discord uh who out of the top 10 are going to be not going to end up in the points and um nobody chose sonoda when was the last time but, he was um, actually in q3 sonoda yeah. I don't think our podcast is long enough to Google that. I wish that our listeners could have seen Danny's thinking about it first. (laughs) Yeah, to to be fair, one day I think we have to do... A live video? Yeah, a live video podcast when we do this thing and invite some of the guys from the Discord um, so they can kind of see what goes on. Obviously, we'll have to mute them so they can't can't really get involved in it. But um, yeah, I I think it would be fun. We sound like three... Stunning, handsome blokes with muscles well, that so are then you're ripped. Saying, and, then, and then when they know, see us, they're going to realize well, that, we're sure as hell. We, that we're we middle-aged and bold. Sexy. And yeah, we, we're going to disappoint the world. <laughs> right, let's go. To, Maybe let's, you two. <laughs> hey, Danny, <laughs> Danny, Danny, Danny uh, calm yourself, okay? Just because you're the only one with hair in the group today. Um, I right, think Danny's joined the Marines. <laughs> you think you what? Joined Danny's the Marines? joined the Marines? No. Well, because he's had a haircut. No fair yeah, it looks, looks like he's had a crew cut. Do you want to be a Right, Chris, yeah. Chris, Chris, right, right, Chris. We need to move on. Let's go on to somebody that is not disappointing, Mr. George Russell. Hey! Okay. He's in 15th, but he is yet again ab- above his teammate, which is what you want as a driver. He's done the best in that car, in the wet race, uh, in the wet um, conditions that he's done. So I think on whole, after qualifying and practice, I think it's a respectable position for George to be in. I think that showed over the weekend there the um, 
but the the lack of downforce that the car is running with um, and the level of difficulty they're running the car with um, because we know how good George is um, and Ace, he was smiling when he got out of the car so you know he's drove hard and he's had a good race so 15th but I'm still pleased with him for that yeah, he had a good qualifying, right? Um, he missed out on Q3. Um, yeah, that, that Williams is just terrible in the rain. And, uh, yeah, give George credit because he took that car as far as it could, you know, in, in the rain and, and the handling, the little downforce in this tricky weather driving. He he did the best that he could. Um, but Latifi was just kind of straggling in the back and... Yeah, you do want to see that. You want to see uh, Russell, the Mercedes driver for next year, uh, perform his teammate in every weekend now. And um, we are seeing that. I want to see Latifi next year in that, will you? I, I think he's underrated. And I think he's been overshadowed by a powerful driver. But I think he himself has had a, a confidence knock early on in the season that's just followed through. And I think if he can come out of that pre-season testing next year, I think Latifi could be something. Going to next year, yeah, going to next year, we're going to see Latifi versus Albon. And a lot of people have Albon high on their list. Uh, I I don't have Albon that high on my list. Um, if Latifi, Albon, it's going to make a, um, an interesting matchup. Um, we'll see how it goes, but... Uh, I'm pulling hard for Latifi on that one, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I just like him. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's a nice guy. You know. He's he's pleasant. He's polite. He if you want to interview him, he'll come over. And he, he he's not Mazepin. You know, and they're both the the same generation, same age. You know, and the, the not the same opposites. money though, Chris. Not, Not the, the same, same money. Money, money, money maybe, makes you an asshole. That maybe helps with the polar opposites. Not the same source of money, but that, that's a different discussion. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have, you're gonna have the Russian snipers <laughs> out. Yeah, I know. I'm dead. You're dead. Rest in peace, Danny. They're already here. You anyway. can't see it, but I'm waving a Russian flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Let's move on to Mr young driver himself, uh, Mr. Alonso. Um, We've done Alonso. Now, I just want to bring up again, he needs to stop sticking his car in situations where he's forcing other drivers to, one, get penalties, and two, make mistakes that ruin their race, and just stop driving like, like an absolute... That's what Verstappen does. And we've discussed the fact for the last six five or six years, he has drove like an absolute and he's managed to get away with it. It's what Senna used to do, isn't it? You put your car in a place where you make the decision to turn in and have a collision or you get out of the way and go up the corner. And if Senna did it, it must be right. Welcome to Formula One's new bromance, uh, Verstappen and, and Alonso. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they come from that Senna train of thought. I, I'm not a big fan of that train of thought. Uh, it sounds great on on TV. It looks great on the old videos on old VHS tapes, 
Yeah, it looks great, but um, I think Senna has cost himself a couple of championships with that mentality. Oh, that, uh, 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 I, that, uh, I'm interrupting. I'm interrupting. Okay. In 1989. Yeah. And he was penalized for cutting the yeah. chicane where he had nowhere to go. He, you know, it didn't make sense to go back to track. But hey, this is 1989 podcast. I'm sure they could They made that enough space <laughs> when, within the tire chicane for a car to get through. So why is that a penalty? He was robbed. Well, I'm sure the people in 1989 dealt with that one, Chris. I don't think that's a, a like a. Yeah, did you, you did, did you see right Ron now. Dennis going on it? Ooh, ooh. I I did not see Ron Dennis. Ron Dennis can go at it all yeah. he wants. A big a big up Ron. Was, I'm a supporter. Ron Dennis went Fernando Alonso. Bad guy. On against him. Right. Anyway. Moving on, we've done Mr. Latifi. Let's get to uh Mr. Sebastian Vettel on eighteenth quickly, as we did kinda kinda deal with him before. Um Regarding on whose uh, idea it was to even go out on them tyres, they need to either have their heads wobbled or they need a different job. Maybe T-Boy, uh, such jobs. you got like inters, which are down here, pointing towards the floor. And you've got softs. And you've got mediums up where I can't reach. Why would you not go, hmm, let's take this little step. Those tires aren't that high up. We could take those. Stupid. Do you know what? I I wonder, and I wondered it a lot during the race. Would a set of soft slicks have worked? Oh, you know there was a there was a drying line showing in a lot of areas. And so, so, if, so what if, you're saying is, softs would have been maybe the better call than the the, yeah. the mediums. Yeah. You think he he just stood much more chance of staying on the I, track? I think he was maybe a bit too early still, but he sort of five ten laps later, the track was showing from the overhead from the helicopter shots. It was showing that there was a a drying line, and if you can keep those tires warm enough on those drying lines, they'll still hold when you hit a wet spot. And I got a driver with the skill of of Vettel. Can, can take that, he can drive with that. So I don't know what they were doing, putting them out on mediums. He couldn't drive with the mediums? It's mediums. It's mediums. We're all Scottish now. It's mediums. Okay. Okay, Chris. <laughs> uh, Danny, you? Have you any, any, any more input than that? Um, it, it's Yeah, it's just crazy. A, a four-time Formula One champion uh, would do something like that. Even if it's him that made the call or that it, he had his intermediates were were being worn out a bit and um, they were going a little bit bald. It would have been Just better like if he ran that set of tire that, and that. Yeah. In that way for the extra, um, I think, maybe 12 more laps. And then, like you said, Chris, go for the soft. 
there was a drawing line. It was very, it wasn't very big, um, but he would have had good clean air if he would have just had one bit pit stop. He would have been in a more competitive position. Um, and you're right that that soft tire in the wet. If you do an overtake on the wet, the the it will it will continue to keep its grip um, when it returns on the on the soft part of the track. Um, you know we saw that Ambula um, this past year. Uh, yeah, it was just a bad call from Aston Martin. Terrible place to see Vettel up there with his um, his buddy Mike Mick Schumacher. But yeah, it's just a bad race race to forget. Yeah. As you brought up, Mr. Schumacher, uh, fellow German buddies, uh, Darren nineteenth. Oh, 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 Christopher has a, before, a hand before, raise. Yes, Chris. Before we leave Aston Martin, has everybody seen Bond yet? No, uh, I have to work, so I haven't managed to see it yet. It is on the list to do. Uh, no, no, no spoilers, Mr. Chris, please, because uh, we don't need to talk about that. Let's talk about what we're here for. Mr. Schumacher. Danny. Mm. Race was ruined by Alonso, but in reality, where he would he have ended? Let's be real. He would have ended up in 16th place, 17th. You know, it's just that the Haas car is terrible, and uh, just the drivers are okay. You know, it is what it is. Just uh, on to the next race. Yeah, it's a car. You can't expect to drive in the rain when you can't drive it in the dry. Fair point. Uh, as for Mazaspin, uh, well, let, let me let me put these com- comments out there. Let me put these comments out there. I, 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 that was just driving. That was being asshole out there. You, you know, you have Hamilton coming up behind you. You have the blue flags coming, and you deliberately go into the racing line into a very into a high speed part of the track. That, that like. I was hoping to see um, a Senna Irvine Irvine uh, incident where Hamilton goes up to him and and just grabs him by by his race suit and gives him a good a good yeah good yeah just tell him how it is and tell him what he has to do and and don't play with races forgotten like that. Forgotten about it by that you point, know, it, but um, it was dangerous. It, yeah, you know, in my war, in my war light, a black flagged him for that. Never mind a five second bloody stop go or whatever. Yeah, but I think from a sporting point of view, you know, realistically, uh, he's going to finish 20th anyway. You know, is it really worth black flagging him? I I know that's kind of biased and I know we should have obviously tried to teach my lesson for what he did to Lewis. And to be fair, not, not, not just Lewis, if it had been any driver in general, really. Um, but especially one that's competing for the world championship. But I just, I just think that you know, what's the point? Like he's not doing anything. He's not winning races or anything like that. Uh, what I would like to just throw out there: Has anybody seen the way that Red Bull trolled Mercedes um, after <laughs> after um, the Turkish Grand Prix? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, on Twitter, the special livery, and they got a double podium. Yeah, it was, that was funny. But they didn't win the race, so Mercedes did win the I'll, this race. I'm gonna go back to what you were saying there about Mazepin. Um, if he doesn't get a penalty, how does he learn? 
for a start. Um, and when the FIA don't even bother to investigate him for that move, what does that say to the rest of the field? Firstly, you know, you, you've got drivers that won't protect him. Lewis needs to be protected from a driver that's going to drive like that. Secondly, you've got drivers that are going to cause an accident by driving like that. And you're not educating them. Um, okay, yeah. In gonna, in hindsight, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Though, if you don't get penalised, you don't learn. But, but he also he also should have got points on his on his license. If he had been penalised, he'd have got two points on his license. Okay, that would have been more of a maybe a wake up moment for him. But I think that the like his mentality and how we've seen that he behaves on and off the track, uh, with the exception of walking around that lovely kid uh, around the garage, giving the tour, letting him sit in the car and stuff like that. I think he's generally and he wouldn't care because yeah. um, how dependent with points work is it per season? Did they get uh, at the end of the season? It's every twelve months, so yeah. it's twelve months so, from the date they're put on. I just really don't think he would have really cared about it. Um, something I did forget to bring up, actually, when we went through Lando. Did anyone see him on this morning show? Anyone catch that? Yes, I did, yes. Good I thought it was amazing that they managed, yeah, that one, that they managed to get that car in the studio. Also, it was a very, very good interview as well from Lando. It was uh, a good, Lando. really good interview. And, um, yeah, I've seen that interview. I've seen that. You interview. don't know Holly Willoughby, baby. She was quivering. She was quivering. Right. Okay. Can we not? You know, I feel we're probably a fraction away from a restraining order from Natalie Pinkham. I don't feel like we need to up the game and have Holly chimed in on that same restraining order as well. Um, so I think Holly that is probably and Natalie on no, an episode of Celebrity no. Juice would be awesome. No, Chris, stop. <laughs> on that bombshell, <laughs> we are going to end... And on that bombshell... Yes, Danny, on that bombshell, we are going to end the podcast. Uh, so from me, Dan, it is good night, guys. Is that it? We're done? It's like... That was That's just it? sort of cut off nicely. Dan, you know you're going to hop on the, the PlayStation. That's all it is. I want more PlayStation time. I'm not even going <laughs> yeah, to start right. to edit this tonight. Right. <laughs> FYI, I'm going to leave this in the podcast just so people can see the abuse that I get on a weekly basis. Um, I'm currently so recovering from the coronavirus. Oh, wind your neck in. You had man flu. <laughs> um, and I would like to say goodbye. So Chris and Danny, in that order, would you please like to say goodbye to our lovely listeners? Cheerio, guys. Thank you, guys. Make sure you follow us on all, on all of our social medias. Facebook, Twitter, our Discord server is on there as well. So, uh, you know, just go in there, participate, join us. And buy stuff from our shop. Oh, our shop, for sure, yeah. T-shirts, jumpers, and, and, and I'm sure we have other stuff for Household sale. items. And it all, goes towards, it all goes towards making prizes for you. Well, Chris, you sound very much like a used car salesman there. Um, but, I yeah, just totally to re reiterate what Christopher said. Uh, don't forget to check out all of our socials at F1 Fans UK. We've got Insta, Twitter, Facebook, also our Facebook shop as well. Where you can get t-shirts, you can get mugs, uh, bottles. Uh, sadly, 
jumpers yeah sadly uh they n none of these are wearing theirs i find the lack of um support app appalling uh but i'm gonna end it on that one and we'll how many items you, do you uh, have in your wardrobe oh here we, we go here we go <laughs> thanks for coming <laughs>